Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Thrive Theology podcast, where we equip you to live thoughtfully as a Christian by discussing and teaching various theological topics. Um, Bethany and I believe that every Christian is called to be a theologian because theology isn't just about knowing about God, but knowing God's heart, knowing God himself. So today is not an official podcast episode. Instead, it's our season four wrap-up. So our season four began in August and ran until the end of this month, November. And something that we're going to be doing going forward is just at the end of each season, having um, an episode where Bethany and I just kind of freely chat about the different topics we've done, different things we've learned, um, something that has really benefited our knowledge or something that's challenged us maybe. And yeah, it's just kind of a relaxed chat with us. So grab a cup of tea or coffee and uh, we're just going to spend the next few minutes kind of reviewing this season and talking about where we'll be going from here. Just to give you a reminder of where we've been, we started off with a three-part series on the image of God. And then we did a life and legacy episode on Corey Ten Boom. Then we talked about the Protestant Reformation and the five sole. Followed that up with a two-parter on social justice. And then we had our two-parter um, interview with Lisa Hensley about women in the church. Um, those ones have been really popular, probably because Lisa shared it with her followers as well. Um, and then we have three one-off episodes. We have What Not to Believe, Heresies about the Trinity. We talked about singleness. We had an episode on the history of sermons. And then another Life and Legacy episode on Jonathan Edwards. And we finished it off with a three-parter on soteriology, which is the study of salvation. We did a lot. Yeah, we covered a lot of different topics. Yeah, did some different series. It was fun. It was. I kind of like the seasonal format. I like when you'd first brought it up to change it, I thought that's a lot of time off in the year. But honestly, like the summertime and the holidays, those go by really fast. And I'm glad that we don't have all of this work to do during that season that's coming up during Christmas. Yeah. So if any of you missed that, or if you just jumped into listening to the podcast for the first time in the last few months, um, we recently switched to doing a seasonal format. So we had not done seasonal. We had just been doing episodes every week. And then usually for Christmas, we would take um, two weeks off and we would take a couple months off in the summer as well. But other than that, it was just full steam ahead. Every week, Bethany and I were pushing out an episode. And that was fine for when we started um, the podcast a couple of years ago. But I just chatted with Bethany over the summer and I just saw that this was going to be really unsustainable for us moving forward. Um, we're both going through some different transitions in our lives right now. Nothing bad, but rather different opportunities that we've been able to say yes to just in our personal and professional lives. And so really just doing a podcast episode every week with no breaks, I just saw that being very unsustainable going forward. So I had suggested to Bethany doing a seasonal format and we're really grateful to all of you, our listeners. We haven't really lost listeners or anything like that um, when we've taken breaks. So hopefully that'll continue. And we also have a archive of over 120 episodes that you can listen to when we are taking a break. And uh, hopefully that will be lots of listening material for you as we take some time off to plan for the next season. And if you don't know, like 
at the very beginning, when we the first year we had the podcast, we would get together every single Monday and record one single episode. It was a long, it's been a long time since we've done a single episode and plan to do a single episode. Now we do like batch recording of like three episodes each. Yeah. And, uh, we have found, we, we decided to try four episodes in one sitting, but we really just kind of got loopy after three. So we kind of try and record about three episodes at a time now, which has actually been really helpful too, because we've been researching topics more in depth. Like we will do a two or three or four part series on a topic instead of just one episode. And because of that, it's been really helpful to sit down and like record all of the soteriology episodes in one fell swoop because our minds are engaged in the topic. We're not having to review our own notes later. Um, we're able to just do the research and then talk about it in a way where we have all that information fresh in our minds. And I think that it's a little bit more profitable when we record just even for the sake of researching different topics as well. I agree. And honestly, I've enjoyed that because um, there's we have a hundred, like Emily said, we have a archive of over 120 episodes. We're kind of getting to the end of the list of rather obvious theological topics to do episodes on. And so going deeper on topics and doing three episodes or four episodes or even just two, that kind of gives us an opportunity to go deeper and to give you a really rich understanding of these individual topics. So I think I have two favorite episodes from this, and they're both one-offs. The first was the Life and Legacy episode about Corey Ten Boom. Um, it feels like a long time ago because it was like right in the middle of the summer. I was doing the research for it. But I, through our online library, borrowed the audiobooks of some of her books. And so that was neat to just spend a lot of time, like 14, 15 hours, just listening to her audiobooks, really getting into her mind and in her life. And it was neat to see that. Um, come out in the notes afterwards. And then secondly, the history of sermons. This was a little more recent. Um, and I do remember when I first was like, ah, oh, this is a great idea. Like there's going to be lots of stuff out there. I'm sure this is a really easy researchable topic. Listener, it was not. <laughs> like I, I had a really difficult time finding information. Um, I ended up getting a lot of my research from a specific professor and a lot of from a specific professor's paper and I actually sent her an email afterwards thanking her for writing that and telling her what we did the episode on and she was you know excited to see that her work was being practically used and so that was neat to see um, this thing that's evolving right now in our modern church culture and context of the sermon now being able to be delivered from anywhere to anyone at any time on multiple different platforms and how that's affecting the way that the church gathers together on a Sunday and what's the main focus of their gathering. That was really neat to see how it's been in history and how it could be in the future. Yeah, I think one of my favorite topics that we did was our interviews with Lisa Hensley. Bethany and I have both been following Lisa for a little while on Instagram. And so when we wanted to talk about women in the church, um, which was a topic that had kind of inadvertently come up when we had talked about the image of God, because just gender, you just, when you talk about image of God, you just at some point stumble into gender. And then of course, um, what that means in the church. So we had decided, Hey, let's reach out to Lisa. And she was really gracious and agreed to come on the podcast. And I just really enjoyed that chat because although I had gone through her like Instagram highlights on gender and, uh, just, 
yeah, had read some of her stuff on that. It was really nice to be able to just have that dialogue and conversation with her and be able to ask the questions and share a bit about our experiences, hear about hers. And yeah, I just really enjoyed that. Highly recommend those episodes if you are interested in hearing about that. I thought it was a rather unique experience for women in theology who are more more conservative, I would say. It's a pretty rare opportunity to have a conversation like that with someone who um, brings up questions about some things that growing up we held to be rather solid in terms of women and their role in the church. Like you don't often have that um, open-ended, gracious conversation. I'm so grateful to her for coming on and talking with us and just helping us to see um, that the glasses we had been wearing growing up may not have been like the clearest like they weren't quite, weren't quite as clear, clear as we had expected. And um, not to say that I agree with her on every single topic, because I don't think it's possible for any two Christians to agree on every single thing and still be honest with themselves. But it was good to have that dialogue and to recognize that we, we hold to the fundamentals and we can love each other and love each other through gracious dialogue through that, which was really, really neat to hear. And a couple other people that I've talked to who listened to the episode have said the same thing. Like they might not totally agree with her, but they appreciated what she had to say and appreciated the conversation. Yeah. I think what I appreciated about our conversation with her is that she's just really good at asking questions that make you think instead of just beating you over the head with her views. So instead she'll kind of challenge things that you've always been taught and kind of point out inconsistencies. Um, not that there aren't answers for those inconsistencies, but that's something that we all need to learn to do if we're going to think critically and try to confront our own biases, is we need to learn to ask questions that challenge our own beliefs. Um, even if we don't know the answers to them, we need to be honest about the weaknesses and different arguments and that sort of thing. And I think that she just did that in a really loving and gracious way, which I just really appreciated. The other topic I enjoyed doing was the history of sermons. This is an episode that Bethany did all the research for. I didn't do any of it. So Bethany had done all the research for that. So that means that when we were recording and just before we were recording, when I was reviewing the notes, I was actually learning a lot of the information myself, which was just really interesting for me. Um, Bethany had put it all into the notes in a really organized, concise way. And I just really enjoyed learning all about that. It was fun. It's not something I had ever thought about. Bethany was like, hey, we should talk about this. And I was like, sure, whatever you want. And yeah, it was really interesting. Um, Some things that we learned, Emily already said one of them, we can only record three episodes at a time or we go a little bit crazy. Um, Emily has a lot more editing to do if we record after 10 p.m. If we're still recording after 10 p.m., we get giggly, we start going off each other and she just has to edit a lot more stuff out. Um, Another thing is that I don't know if it's just because I was, there was a break between like the spring, the early fall, early winter and spring season in this one. But it felt like a lot of these episodes were connected as we were researching them. Like we kept saying, this is kind of a continuation of this, or this is connected to this. Or remember when we talked about that, well, it shows up here. Um, and specifically with like Imago Dei, um, the image of God, we started off with a three-parter series on that. And to see it pop up all the way throughout the season 
especially with like Corey Tenboom, like how practically that played out with her and her work with um, underprivileged people and with the Jews, like that was interesting. And then again, like Emily said, with Lisa Hensley, social justice, obviously that pops up, like lots of different things. It was neat to see how they were all tied together. Like how we, how we understand the image of God and that doctrine really does affect every other facet of our life. Um, The hardest, like there are some topics where it seems like it's easy for us to research and put together and talk about. And if, cause we're two people, we think very differently. And so when we're putting notes together or trying to figure out how things should fit, um, sometimes it's difficult. So there are certain topics where that's easy and certain topics where that is very difficult. And social justice was one of those rather difficult ones for us. We actually put it off a couple of times because we didn't feel like we had had enough time or had enough notes or had enough um, sources and resources that we had accessed and learned about. So when we finally did record, it was, I would say, kind of with a little bit of like hesitancy because we're like, because this is a big topic. This is a huge modern issue that's specifically to our day and time with Black Lives Matter and the critical race theory stuff coming up. So even looking back, if I re-listened to those episodes, I would probably disagree with myself on a couple of those points. I agree with you, Bethany. Like social justice was really hard. As you're talking, I'm trying to think about why it was so hard for me. And I think I just felt really overwhelmed by the enormity of the topic. And I think also it was just really heavy. It's very like politically inflammatory and heavy to talk about. And social justice is one of these things where in almost a unique way, politics intercepts with the church and it's like neither side knows how to deal with it. (laughs) Like if you side with the church, then you're going against politics and vice versa. Or, you know, it's almost, it's almost like you either side with the church and therefore you're going to agree with these different points or you're going to side with politics. Like you're, it's one of those things where it feels like it's very difficult to have a godly view of social justice because I think people assume the Bible says things that it doesn't say about social justice. And not only that, it's also difficult because it's at the intersection of a lot of different longstanding faith traditions. Like you have the white evangelical crowd, which is firmly entrenched in politics since about the 1970s. You have the traditionally black church, which has been marginalized for the century and a bit, century and a half that it's been around. Um, And those two have been at odds. Then you have the black and brown community who have different faith roots. And so this is affecting people personally, not, not just ideologically, but as people's history as well. And that's why I think it may be more inflammatory because it reaches more than normal. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not entirely sure why I had such a hard time with it. Um, probably not only because it's politically charged, but it's emotionally charged. And yeah, it's one of those things where I was really nervous too about saying the wrong thing you know, okay, like if, if we take this stance, is this group going to get upset? And if we take this stance, is this group going to get upset? And so we really try to not take sides in our podcast episodes, not because we don't have opinions, we do, but just because we think it's really important to, as much as we can, show both sides of an issue in as fair a manner as possible. So 
there's a lot of theology podcasts out there that are very reformed and or Calvinist because it seems like the reformed and Calvinist crowds are really into their theology. They take that very seriously. So they have a ton of resources out in the world um, espousing their views. There's less resources out there for people who are maybe not as reformed or who are maybe more Arminian or Wesleyan in their views. So Bethany and I, when we started a podcast, we didn't want to just be another podcast that was pushing our own views because we just think it's really important to hear and understand both sides of an issue. So we talked about Calvinism. We did a whole episode on Calvinism. We also did one on Arminianism. Um, A while ago when we did an episode on, or a series, I think it was on different atonement theories, we talked about different atonement theories, not only substitutionary atonement or only Christus Victor, because we just think it's really important to understand even the views you don't agree with and you don't have to agree with them. That's not what we're trying to, we're not trying to get you to change sides in this podcast, but we just think it's really important to hear both sides of an issue because that can help us interact with people we disagree with in a more gracious and loving manner, which is really important as Christians. If we can't disagree lovingly with each other, then we're really hurting our witness to the world. So with that, we are going to take a few minutes and just share with you guys what we are looking forward to for season five, um, which is going to run from February 2022 until the end of May. So it'll be February, March, April, May, and then we'll have two months off and then we will have season six, August, September, October, November, and just continuing that pattern that we've set. So if you look through our archive we've touched on a lot of theological topics and you might imagine it could be difficult to think of new topics to talk about and you would be right. Um, And so because of that, we've both kind of discovered an interest in church history. And so we're going to be moving more in that direction for this next season. Um, We've both been listening to a podcast called the history of the early church, which is literally the history of the early church from like, Pentecost all the way, I think it's to like the 400s or something. And I've just found found it so encouraging to hear about the Christian church through those years and some of the different things that came out of it. So something specific that runs through the history of Christianity is martyrdom, the, the theology of martyrdom. You have people like Origen who literally told his dad to go be a martyr because that's how you show God you love him or something like that. Like he's very, he's like, I want to be a martyr, pick me. And like my 21st century brain is going, excuse me? Like you want somebody to kill you because you love Jesus? Like that's crazy. So we're going to be diving into martyrdom, some stories of um, some martyrs, how it's played out through history. We're also going to talk about some of the different things that have come about in church history, like um, iconoclasm, which is the use of images um, through for worship. So you have um, the Catholic Church would use little figurines or statues, um, while the Eastern Orthodox Church uses images like paintings. Um, and those would be called an icon. 
and how those were used in history. Specifically, as you get to the conflicts between the Protestants and the Catholic Church, you have them each regaining ground and going in and destroying the um, elements that were in these different church buildings in like, no, this is against the Lord. And both of them would say that about the, each other's, you know, what, what they use for worship. So we're going to talk a bit about church history. Um, we're probably going to talk about, do some interviews. We enjoyed our interview with Lisa. Um, so we might do some more interviews. Um, but on that, we would love to hear from you. We would love for you to tell us the, the episode that you enjoyed, your favorite episodes. We would also love for you to share your topic ideas. If you have anything you'd like, like us to cover or any sort of topic you'd like us to cover, we would love to hear from you. Yeah, and you can email us um, through our website. There's a contact form on our website at thrivetheology.com if you want to check us out that way. Or you can just email us directly um, at thrivetheology at gmail.com. Um, we, as Bethany said, love getting suggestions from you guys. We obviously enjoy coming up with our own topics and that kind of thing, but we really want to be helpful for you guys. And so if there's a topic you've always been curious about or something that you wish somebody would research and it kind of fits our scope of theology, then please send it out to us and yeah, we'll maybe do it. That's actually how we ended up doing atonement theories. A listener was like, Hey, I'd love to hear about atonement theories. And we're like, awesome, let's do it. So um, that's how that episode came about. You can also reach us through our Instagram account. We're on Instagram at Thrive Theology. So you can always send us a DM on there. Yeah. You can also browse all of our previous episodes. And yeah, if you do send us in a topic that we have covered, then we're happy to send you a link so that you can listen into it. Yeah. So as Bethany said, we are hoping to do a little bit more church history, um, but this is not going to become an exclusively church history podcast. So don't worry about that. We still want to talk about theology, but a lot of the doctrines that we have started because of different events that happened in church history that demanded the church come up with doctrines. That's how creeds were formed. Creeds came out of heretical teachings. There was heresy being taught. And so church fathers were like, hey, we need to come up with a defense for why we believe in the Trinity or why we believe in the substitutionary atonement that Jesus made on the cross. So it's often because of events that happened in the church or in the culture that the church was in at the time that the theology that we have today that we often just take for granted came about. So whenever we research theology, there's always history going on there. And we found that those two things are really closely linked. Um, that being said, we are hoping to continue doing some theological topics as well. We're not exactly sure. We don't have a list currently of every topic we're going to cover in the following season, but yeah, we're, we're working towards to that. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah. The other thing sure. too, is that number one, there's always going to be like um, modern issues that come up, like something's going to come up in February, March, April, May, that has to do with theology that we might be able to cover. So we like, we like to leave some space for that. Um, also on church history, I had this realization the other day, I can't remember why, but people who are Christians in history are your brothers and sisters in Christ. It's not just the people that are alive right now. Like when, um, the new heaven and new earth comes and all of the believers, those who follow Jesus and give them, give him their loyalty, live together under his rule. 
these people are going to be there too. So it's really, in, in my opinion, valuable to understand how they lived and how that might inform the way that we live now. Well, that is the end of our little wrap-up episode. We hope you enjoyed us being a little more informal. Like Emily said, if you want to get a hold of us, you know the ways to do that. And we might, we'll probably pop on Instagram a little bit with some fun things over the next two months. But the next time you'll have an actual episode in your feed is February. So we'll talk to you then. And have a great Christmas and a happy new year. And uh, yeah, we'll chat with you next year. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Thrive Theology Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to leave us a rating or review. For show notes, resources, blog posts, and a complete archive of episodes, visit us at thrivetheology.com. And you can follow us on Instagram at Thrive Theology. We'll chat with you next time.